Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. Tonight's show, we have the one and only millionaire matchmaker, Patty Stanger, in the studio to help give us her best tips about dating, relating, and mating, and how you can finally find your perfect match. Thanks for listening. Okay, let me ask you a question. Are you getting enough? I bet you'd love more, right? Well, Adam and Eve wants to give you more with 10 free gifts. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, a specially selected toy for him. And third, a little something you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. Okay, so what do you have to do to get your 10 free gifts? It is so easy, people. Oh, and here's an idea for you. If you don't know what to get, which baffles me because they have every single toy on the planet and everything on their site will spice up your sex life, but I got to remind you, it is anal sex month. So in the spirit of this month, try the A&E Booty Boot Camp Training Kit. It's a perfect set of butt plugs to ease you into backdoor play. Now on sale for $22. Just go to adamneve.com, select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code EMILY at checkout, and you'll get 10 free gifts. Who the hell gives you 10 free gifts, people? Uh, go check out adamneve.com, select one free gift, 10 free gifts, including free shipping, don't you hate when people guide you on shipping? They do not guide you on shipping. This is why I love them. Enter offer code EMILY. That's emily at adamandeve.com. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily. You got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean? Like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com. You can check it out. You know, you know what you need to do there? Have you not done this yet? Do you know that we update the website every single day with blogs, videos, instructional posts so you can have better sex and relationships? Because that is what I'm all about. Plus, we do two podcasts a week, and it's so easy. You just subscribe right there on the site, and you'll never miss another show again. And they're so easy to listen to. You know what a podcast is. so easy. You're listening now. You can download the podcast app, Podcast One app. It's all a good time. And I'm here with Anderson. What up, kid? It's good to see you, honey. It's good to see you. It feels like forever. I'm so excited because it's it's anal sex month. <laughs> I saw you get really excited. So about pumped it. about it, dude! Yeah. I know. Okay, let me just tell you something, people. I know that you're hearing anal sex, during, uh, and I've talked about it a lot on the show. And I'm not even saying when I say anal sex, I'm not saying you got to go have anal sex. I'm just saying expand your repertoire. There's so many nerve endings in the mm-hmm. anus. Just have some mm-hmm. fun playing around. Touch the play. area. If you've never touched it, have a good time. And it even makes me, like, we're sending out our anal sex newsletter, and I'm like, how many times do we have to say anal sex in the newsletter? You know? So, I feel like but that should I be... But I do think it is it is the month. Try something new. What? One of the main things... Backdoor a, play? A checkbox when you're, like, on one of those dating sites, and you're trying to get matched up with somebody who right? likes the same... I think that anal should be, like, towards the top of the list, right? We'll have to ask Patty Stanger Long about walks that. On that the beach, she anal would sex. match people with, with, with that. But, um... So that's what, oh, speaking of which, though. Okay, I am teaching a workshop about it. Shocking. Yeah. About the butt play. I'm being super anal about it, too, because I'm <laughs> totally prepping. It's at Hustler Hollywood. It's August 25th from 8 to 10 p.m. And if you've attended my workshops, you know they're... Demonstrations. Lots of them. Yeah, live demos. Yeah. Are you going to come? Well, was that a, a double entendre on Kind purpose? of, right yeah, there. Well double. Done. Just like the top of the hour, double entendre. I'll be there. Okay, here's the thing. So three key ingredients to amazing anal play, useful anatomy tips so it will maximize your pleasure, massage techniques to build arousal. I know you're thinking, okay, I had anal sex once. It sucked. Someone just shoved it. That was a girl in. that said that. Yeah, exactly. Because people don't get that, yes, people often do not understand how to perform anal sex right, and they, they don't use lube, they don't prepare you. If you're interested in learning more, come to the workshop, RSVP to HHRSVP at LFP.com. Come. I hate that noise. I know. Okay, one more thing. I will be in New York City at the Sexual Health Expo. You're always saying, why aren't you coming to to New York? I'm going to be there. Come. It'll be so much fun. It's um, top sex educators. I'll be giving the keynote, all the latest and greatest products. And if you want to know more about it, email me, feedback at sexwithelmy.com. And check it out on my website. It is is September 18th and 20th, New York City. 
Yeah, Fantastic. that's what's going on. What, what is September sexual month wise? What would, would you like? Know? What would you like it to be? I don't, I don't know. I, can we can Deep name throat it month? No, 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 no. Blowjob month? No. Every month is blowjob month. Patty Stanger. Patty Stanger. Hi, Patty. Hi. The millionaire back share. It's good to see you. Good. Thanks. Since oh, you got applause, I know you should get have that on my podcast. Patty's a, Patty's got an awesome podcast at the Sideshow Network, which I was just honored to be on, called the yeah. Love and Patty Stanger's Love and Sex Report. You go to iTunes, you can check it out, and I, you can hear Emily in all her glory yeah, talk about so, her personal life as well as giving you lots of personal tips. It was fun. Yeah. I had a good time. Okay. Um, Patty, I'm so glad you're here. You've got a lot going on. Patty's uh-huh. Stanger, if you don't know, you can find more at pattyknows.com, mm-hmm. millionairesclub123.com, and then across the board, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Patty mm-hmm. Stanger. Right. And so, Patty, 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 we met initially like a few years ago. I've been writing on your website. You want to say who you met after? I was dating a guy. His name's David Wygan. Oh, He's a geez. big dating coach. He's just a dating coach. Which... Yeah. And you can check him out. He's actually my co-host on um, Love and Sex Unfortunately, Report. Unfortunately, why was it? Okay, I'm wondering why They went why out for a really long time. So they were Six this, months, so Patty. They, for they me, were, that is a long that time. That was a long time. They were this couple that when you went to dinner, they could not take their hands off each other. And you would go home depressed with your boyfriend and go, what's wrong with us? And then they broke up. Like, what the fuck? I said, "What's wrong with us?" Or no, no, your boyfriend. No, when you go, when you go out with a couple that doesn't stop touching each other, and you know they're in the throes of the three monther or the four monther, and you're going, "Oh my god, oh my god," and you're with your boyfriend for a year, and you're like, "Okay, why aren't we having sex like that? And why aren't we touching each other? And what's wrong with us?" You know, and then you broke up. So it's like you you bursted my fucking amazing bubble like that. Maybe this is this can last forever. And of course, David says, my boyfriend at the time says, "They're gonna break up. You'll see." And he was right. He so. was right. You know, it was three months. You can't judge on three months of you any relationship. You went out with like six months. Six months, And right. then you didn't take him home for your weekend to Michigan with your family. And it was his birthday. It was just like 50 birthday. It was, who cares? He's a cancer. He's sensitive. You understand? My family, I, I never see them. They're in Michigan. My brother was getting divorced oh, bullshit, that year. Bullshit, bullshit. You're six months and you take your boyfriend home? No, bullshit. No, you were ashamed. Ashamed? You're ashamed, or you're ashamed. Either you're ashamed of your life, or you're ashamed of him. Uh, but neither love- way, it's shame, shame, shame. Oh he's got a reputation to uphold, and that reputation is single. No, yeah, well, not with yeah. my family. Not when you're, she's gonna. If you turn, can you imagine the next 10, 20 years? She turns fifty, and she's still single in the nursing home, going, "Hello, Mister Orderly, ha- will not- you give me a butt plug right now? <laughs> I need a butt plug." Keep falling out. It's all, you know, Patty, it was it was a good time. I just moved to L.A. and I wasn't ashamed. And he's a wonderful guy. You know, okay. you work yeah. with him. Yeah. Okay, okay, Patty, but this is what I want to know. Because I told a lot of people, you know, I was really excited to have you on. It's like, but how do you become a matchmaker? I just got to get this out of the way. Because like, people are like, um, That's not and, like, something sex. that you, you inherit the throne from your grandmother and your mother. Uh, my grandmother and my mother were known matchmakers in New Jersey and in South Orange, West Orange, Livingston, Short Hills. We went to Temple up in Nate Abraham. It started in Newark. It ended up in Livingston. And, you know, it was 1962-3. My mother's married to an alcoholic who's the hottest guy in town. He looked like... Um, who could I describe him? He was salt and pepper, tall, sexy stud of a man from Brooklyn who, like, landed in Jersey, got a better life, one of those guys. He actually was Donald Trump's insurance guy, Irwin, and he looked like Richard Gere. And so my mother dropped out of college, wanted to get married. My mother, my grandmother said, look, you cannot stay around the neighborhood and just get a job at the local doctor's office. You need to get married, Missy. She found Richard Gere, fixes them up. They have me, which I was adopted, so she couldn't get pregnant for six years, and it was a struggle on the marriage. You know, she had endometriosis, and it was not something you could cure at the time. And then about 1963, he decides to hit the local bar on a regular basis on Wednesday night and gets caught cheating, and she kicks his ass out. You know, after she probably had, she, my mother was great. She had a detective. She found wow. the woman. She set him up. It was like a scene out of a reality so show. Intense. Like the housewives in New Jersey got nothing on us. And then finally, um, my grandmother fixed her up with her second husband. So, you know, 63 was you didn't get divorced in New Jersey. Right. 70s you did. It was Bill Carroll, Ted, and Alice for those who are from my generation, yeah, which my, means my four people that 70, swung right. and got in a bed in a famous movie. And my mother was like, if I can do this, so can everybody else. And my grandmother's like, round up the troops who's getting divorced let's fix the 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 women up and let you know my my grandmother hated when men could find younger women and the women of the ripe age could not find the men so she was always an advocate then i had my aunt in new york who did like the new york scene and it was like a family of matchmakers that's the only way i can describe it and so, you lo- so you had a sense yeah, like you so, meet someone so and i like- was seventh grade dance loved all the goyim christian boys never <laughs> dated the jews me neither and um Tell we had one. there was a dance at one of the local uh churches i said let's let's you know bust it open it must have been like bar mitzvah season and i didn't want to go to the bar mitzvah and me and my girlfriend sherry berman 
bust into the scene. We see all the Hadapitatis, tall, blonde, Aryan-looking guys. And I noticed the boys were on one side of the room and the girls were on the other side of the room. And I said, why aren't we talking? And I brought everybody together. She ended up getting a boyfriend from it. And the priest said to me, you have a job, honey. You're going to be a matchmaker. I said, no way. I would never do this. Didn't even know that it existed for right. a living because like, you didn't see money. You, you got chickens, a pot of soup. <laughs> right. You know, you got candles for Shabbat. You didn't get like big tchotchke things. Right. And so years later, my parents owned a restaurant. My mother was married for the second time and I worked in the restaurant. I broke my arm and I hated working in the restaurant, even though I love cooking. And my mother saw an ad for Great Expectations, the oldest and largest dating service in the country and said, okay, now you need to go out and try out for it. And it was like a thousand girls, a sifu, a sea of coarse blonde women from Fort Lauderdale's with their tits. And I'm the brunette. So I was literally the share amongst the Christy Brinkley's begging this Jewish guy, Mitchell, for the job. And he said, okay, tonight's the night. Fort Lauderdale, be at this restaurant. If you get the most leads, you win. It rained. Only one girl showed up. She cried. There's no women. There's no men here. I walked out A1A with an umbrella. Sports bar to sports bar took like 50, 60 leads, threw it in his face. Okay, let's go, buddy. And that's when it and started. That was when it, and, and then I created, a, I created a system for GE, which is, you know, it would probably be considered Match.com right now. We were pre the internet. Right. Um, and I said, basically, you need to have a certain amount of leads per office. There were 50 office, offices nationwide. And I basically taught them how to do this. And got boyfriends along the way, and I worked nights. I was like a hooker. Did you date people? Oh, I hear you. Did, when you were starting your business, but did you ever meet people, they come to see you, and you're yes. like, hey, you're good. You're, so you're, there was this, you I know, I always went for the really hot guy and never checked his wallet. Big mistake. So this guy floats into town, a lot of Canadians in Florida, French, Jewish, from Montreal, and he dressed to the nines, and he had a Breitling watch, and he had, you know, a, a really am- amazing Versace suit on, and Hugo, Hugo Boss shoes, and everything that you want in a man, and he was smoking. And I said, something's wrong with him. And he was financially pure, you know, poor. Right. But he could fuck me (laughs) like nothing. Three years of catnip sex. It's in my book, Become Your Own Matchmaker on Amazon. And the guy, oh man, his magic tongue, magic fingers. We were doing Cirque du Soleil on the ceiling. And he wanted me to pay for dates, Emily, after Uh. about three months. So I I cut him loose. But I was addicted to the sex. Oxytocin. I talk about it all the time. And I went three years under this spell until one day I said, no more. So how do you tell people? Because people often say you cannot marry the person you have sex with. I don't believe. That's bullshit. It was dirty 30s, 30, 33, 34, 35, somewhere around there. He's a little bit older than me. And I was like, God damn that. Did I know what I had? Like, girls, if you're in your early 30s and you are not using it to your, you know, to your... Right. Don't waste the pretty, as they yeah, say. Yeah, because right? don't waste the pretty. Because man, you know, it's an engine like a Maserati, and one day you end up becoming a Prius. Yeah. So that's that. But, but, in, but in your twenties, though, don't you think that people should just kind of date, and not get married in their twenties? Um, I'm a big believer over thirty. Saturn, I'm astrology driven, and Saturn return happens at twenty nine thirty, and you're not settled yet. You at thirty, you kind of wake up with the light bulb moment and go, okay, this is what I want. I want the house. I want this. I want that. Some people don't want to get married. They don't want to have kids, but they know at thirty. And trying to go against you know the river, the currents, you know salmon swim upstream. You want to go against it, basically doesn't work. So you have to be true to who you are. And everybody needs to know that it's not one size fits all. Marriage is not to be in to be all, as my exactly. mother would say. She was married three times. My She'd tail. say my mother would be like, "Sweetie, children are overrated. Take lovers and travel the world." <laughs> I love Trust your mom. Trust me on this. That's exactly yeah. it. My mom never. She oh, same thing. Three times married. She said you got to never rely on a man to take care of you. She said you got to take care she, of yourself. And, and the thing is, she denies. She said right. that. And then my sister marries the billion million billionaire and like has all the money and lives in Long Island. And I was crying all my life to get that. And it was like, why am I different? I became famous. I made a business. Like I never understood why I couldn't go the traditional route. But when I was growing up in Short Hills. I had every hot Jewish guy living in the neighborhood who had money, and they I was like, you, right? and I snubbed my nose at them and go, Meh. see, but I was, I I was not attracted to that. Star. But see, you have money and you've got it going on. Yeah. So but you don't want to take care financially of a man. You do not want to take care. That's a big problem. And that the sex goes out the window on that because they start becoming your sister or something. And it's not that they don't want to bang you. It's that you don't want to bang them. Right. There's a you difference. don't respect them anymore. They're not being you the You can't man. look. I mean, I don't get wet for somebody who I have to pay for. No. God, no. no. Well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about some of your dating rules. Okay. Because I did find your, you have like your commandments that you wrote. Oh, like, really? Thou shall I have not. commandments? You do yeah. have commandments. Okay. And I found it interesting, you know. Thou sh- there are a few of them that I highlighted here. You got thou shall return calls in a timely manner. Yes, because there's all these rules. Should no, you no, wait three days. Too many, too much competition. Women are outnumbered in the sense that um, there's too many women, and there's not enough men. 
and we have the internet and we have Tinder. And with these kinds of devices right now, they can just up you again in 20 seconds. You show that you are professional. Like you would never not call your boss back for three days, right? Right. So if you do the right thing at the right time and he, you know, disses you, he's not your guy. But the guys that really want a serious relationship are going to respect you. Say, you know what? It was so nice that you returned my phone call or you, you texted me back or you emailed me when I emailed. Right. I really respect that about you. And I hear playing games. Yeah. I mean, I recently broke up and my ex-boyfriend and I are still friends. And he went on Match.com and he, I said, what? He went on a, two dates, two different girls, hot girls. I said, what's wrong? She goes, they don't have their shit together like you. You came right back after the first date. You know, I wrote on the internet, listen, I suck at typing. And if you want to get a hold of me and ask me out, here's my number. And I don't go back and forth 55 times with the texting or here's 55 more pictures. You don't get it in the first five minutes. See, you don't want to be you. See, that's good that you put that yeah. because I don't like the emailing back and forth. I don't like the texting for weeks. Like, let's just make a plan. Call me. We're done. We're right. out. Plan. So, Jeff. Betterman who didn't make a plan you're gonna you didn't you didn't follow through I, mean, I he did based, he, text, he, he texted he, so he, I fixed Emily up with this guy I thought was a great fit she liked him he liked her and then he was in New York and she got busy and they had a couple texts but then he didn't call her so here's a tip guys women only fall in love between their ears not their eyes you fall in love between your eyes do not put that on us so we don't like texting we have to hear your voice lock on get off the phone we take our little magic wand out we visualize <laughs> how many times have I you forgot. how many times have you gone to sleep you can't go to sleep at night and you're yeah. just like Mm. imagining right if that or dtv porn it's whatever one of the two, you know right? what whatever works for you it's right. true but yeah you're right I, with the tech, I mean i feel like it's almost worse with the texting i forget i get busy but, you need, but here's my I thought know, on let them know you need to if you don't like texting calling emailing whatever it is you don't like your form of communication and the one you do like you need to let the guy know most men are stupid right Right? Over yeah, there? we're pretty dumb. Yeah, and they don't know what you want. They're not mind readers. They're not right. psychic. But do you think that anybody knows what they want? Because I feel like one of the If you don't know what you want by now, you're in trouble. Okay, well, I'm not saying me. I'm saying a lot of people, we always hear they can't find love. It's either because they're not prioritizing it or they're like, I just don't know. So I'm going to date a bunch of people. Well, and so what the, are the tools those... that you give people to help figure out what it is that they want? Well, they're those who don't get choices. You know, those who like are sitting on the sidelines and they don't get a lot of choices. And when the number comes up, hey, he doesn't have money, he doesn't have a job, I'll take him. You know, and, th and that's the problem. They don't get choices. There are those that get too many choices and don't appreciate their choices and basically uh, diss this one and diss that because they're too busy. So you want to find the middle of the road, the balance, if you will. You want to be in, in the ring. Okay, and you want to be able to vet various people, but also qualify your buyer and spend time getting to know someone. Don't give it away for a song. Don't give your monogamy away because your monog monogamy is your virtue, and that is what the man is buying. It, they don't know this. It's biological since caveman era. Right. They don't want to know that you slept with them on the first date like you slept with 50 other men. Right, so don't sleep together. You always you have no. very strict rules. I think you, sleep. you get to know their, look, the kissing, the touching, the fondling, just don't go in or in or in. I agree. Don't and rush it. Don't rush it. And so when you realize we like each other, which, you know, the last time I dated was David, we waited um, six dates, so about six weeks, because I had traveled in between. And so we were at the six weeks, and he's like, he can't take it anymore. He's at the point where That's he's going to go back. Want. He was you at the internet. He was going to go on it. We had dinner plans. He came over a little bit earlier, and he had the talk with me. He didn't want to see anyone else. He's an old school kind of Laguna guy. And I said, fine. And we hit it. And then we were late for dinner with our friends. And the key was is that we we built up a crescendo and that night was fabulous because of that. Right. You know? And so I think it's important to know who you're sleeping with and get to know. You spend more time buying a car and a mortgage it's than so you do that. It's so true because it oftentimes with women, especially we get attached, we have sex too quickly and then we're just attached to the sex, the oxytocin. Right. And then we're like, we've not, we have no, you we can't, can't fall see, in love with the loser. I would yeah. say you can't see the red flags waving in the distance when you've got this oxytocin that's attached to you to someone. It's just, it's not healthy. Right. Um, so can you talk about also so, okay, here's the thing I want to know. When people always talk about, well, we have a lot in common. That's how we get along. Yeah. Or we have this, I mean, do you have points that we like the same opposites music? Opposites don't work out for the long run. They're great at attracting. I just came out of an opposite uh, relationship. We were very opposite. You know, he, as I say, he was morning, I was night. Um, 
it's attractive in the beginning, but about six months in, you start to pick on each other for their opposite problems. And so I don't recommend it. I think it's better to have a familiarity. Um, we came from the same hood, the same neighborhood. Uh, we went to the same school. We have the same background, same religion. Things that you can you know, glueify the situation and bring you together. And if it's not that, it's hobbies and interests. By the way, they have statistical studies that say if you like two or more things together, okay, then you actually have a, a larger chance of like lasting Netflix in the long eating ice cream right. and stuff? So, no? yeah, it could be anything. I don't care <laughs> no. what it is. But the key is, like, if you like skiing and he doesn't, but you teach him to ski, it can become your right. commonality. You can find some and stuff that And then the other like. thing is a sense of humor. Can they make each other laugh? Which, by the way, you can't buy. You cannot. Not buy that. That either is gift given. If you don't like his jokes and she doesn't like yours, you're in trouble. And he's already driving you crazy. Yeah. And he's not going to, yeah, that's can a bad that, thing. Can that be jokes. one of the things? Yeah. yeah. What? One of the things in common? Yes. Sense of humor. That you both make each other laugh. Right. Yeah. My parents, my, my mother's third, third marriage, it was all about laughter. He didn't make a lot of money. She had a lot of rich boyfriends prior to that. She said, I went with Mel because he was the laughter and the light of my life. He just made her crack up till the day she died. And that, that never, yeah. and that, that helps. That helps. Help. It was, she had a sense of humor that she just found. And the, by the way, it makes you feel sexy when you laugh. You know, I told Jimmy Kimmel once, I was on his show and I said, it was the day Sarah Silverman broke up with him. And they were all afraid to put me on because they thought I was going to bash him. It was my, <laughs> the height of my early career and fame on, on network television. And I said, listen, I'm not like that. And I flirted with him and I just said, you know, in the break, you're sexy, funny. You can't find guys like you. If I found guys like you I would have married you right. you know and he's right. like you're out of your mind I'm like no Adam Carolla oh, so you know funny, some people right? think Jerry Seinfeld's like that you know Dennis Leary one of my favorite sexiest hottest comedians I would have fucked you know him silly I and love, sucked him right. to death you want funny because right. you know that's not going to go anywhere they might lose the hair but they're always going to make you laugh and it's going to be if that's important to you but sometimes they get sexier with funny they're smart they're edgier exactly. I was just watching you know I never loved Jerry Seinfeld I never thought he was cute or anything my sister knew him from the neighborhood in New York and you know she saw him once in a while at the Korean salad bar and I said I watched comedians cars recently and I thought wow he's really intelligent he's really smart I never saw that side of him on Seinfeld so you know you always see different sides of the street Chris Rock to me is brilliant I know I love the funny I love the funny and smart we always say we want tall funny and smart my friends I get so sorry about the tall it's true yeah. you Dane know? Cook you're still single baby call me yes yeah, right you can fix them up um, so what do you think then are the rig- the biggest roadblocks today that's this is a big question but that singles are facing finding someone what, um, what are we doing that's I problem? think they're, um, they're they're like passing ships in the night being in the right place at the right time, um, picking one and getting off the market. Some people have too many choices and just keep going A, D, 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 D. And like judgmental. Judgmental, the judgy aspect is so fucking hard. I haven't dated since my breakup because I just don't want to be judged. And everyone thinks I'm the show. You know, they watch Matchmaker they watch, they and they think that, oh yeah, she screams, she yells. I'm like, I'm really a bitch. No, I'm really not. You're so, see, how do you deal with that? Because people know you if you're famous from television. Mm-hmm. They've seen like, oh, is she like, but you're not like, like I've um, hung out with you. You're I not date, like that. Like, you're like, she's nice. Like, she's cool. You're not like that. I date mostly surfer sports guys. And David was a baseball player and his family was like, you know, from the Oakland A's and he played for Fullerton. And it was like one of those things where he didn't watch Bravo. So he didn't know who I was until his daughter told him like about she's the like, fourth oh my God, date. I and, love and, and people came up to us in the restaurant. And he was like, why are people asking me for anything? I'm like, okay, well, I'm on this show. And so it was I one of those. It. So I date, I date athletes. I love athletes. I just love or coaches or people who like sports. But I'm obsessed with surfers like I just love surfers and skiers do you like, surf no and so I want to learn interesting. So, so maybe I, live the, I live on the beach you and I just lo- I watch I watch them I'm obsessed with them okay so. but this is so interesting that you guys just broke up and he he did amazing first of all David does amazing headshots if anyone yes, in LA needs that's headshots right. David Krause photography.com if you want to like, get your headshots best done. I've ever had and really P.S. He's, he's the best I ever and had he retouches for out free he retouches for free he does the best headshots I've ever had but I love that you guys you recently broke up and you're he's showing you his match profiles we're friends we're friends that's really healthy I mean he was happy about the breakup um it was kind of my choice and the truth of the matter is i need to be in a different place at a different time okay. you know like he had his family he was married um he had two dogs in the yard and like he's in a different place i would like those things i'd love to be a stepmother my fantasy is to find a man with kids and you but know he has kids 
Yeah, but, but it was, but it was, it was different. Right. They were grown up and, you know, he was in a different direction right. than I was I going. Um, but he I'm ha- glad he glad he hated my job. He hated what I did. He hated oh, the see, entertainment you industry. You need who, who supports. Yeah, that's he didn't like what I did for a living. He didn't like what well, I did Well, that would be to me a deal breaker. If he didn't like, like people in our house. We, I work out of the home. He didn't like any of that stuff. So it was like a nightmare. That would make me crazy. Yeah, and he likes quiet. You got to go to bed at nine o'clock every night. You can't stay up late. I mean, he has rules. Do you like He gets up at five and he goes to the gym. He's very steady Freddy. He's good. He doesn't like to go to the movies. He doesn't like to go out, you know. So you didn't have a lot in common. No, it was like we were romantic in the beginning. You get me if you give me romance. I'm kind of a sucker for romance. But, you know, um, I like a guy in the business. I like a guy who's like, you know, at the top of his business and knows where he's going and, you know, is confident. That's where you're at now, too. So you wouldn't want someone that wasn't where you're at. I want to build like an empire with somebody. I want to be like the cookie to the, I don't know, what's the other character's name? So Cookie to Lucius or whatever from Empire. Yeah. I want to build an empire with somebody and make it like, you know, ours you together. I want a partner. Yeah. In crime. I really do. Okay. Mm-hmm. And how are, you going, how are you dating right now? I haven't dated one person yet. I haven't done That's anything. That's what we've been. Okay. We're going to go out. People have sent me people that were not right for me. And this is how you know you're in a You're group. like, I'm a matchmaker. Don't even start. Because no, I know no, this no, isn't No, no, no. That's right. not a true. I don't, da- I don't fix myself right. up. No, I'm saying you um, don't. But you're like, I already know this isn't a good match Very few people are me when it comes to matchmaking. But no what I is. what I say is that you know I get I get people they send me people and in the old days I would have taken any date gone on anyone and just given it a chance now I qualify them and I know if I'm not going into the house it's not a good fit it's not being judgy it's just you if know my time is precious house, what do you mean no if I don't go out of the house for the date it's because my time is precious and this person was around. somebody said to me I've got the perfect guy for you I'm six foot three he's dropped to gorgeous from Manhattan Beach he makes no money and he's uncircumcised I'm like see I don't want to be you why? I was like, why would I oh, want? Oh, no money. Right. So he's but hot. Surfer. Who cares? But how many like, surfers are going to be rolling in the dough? How is that guy not circumcised? He sounds like no, he was some sport. He was not circumcised. My, my friend went out with him for years. He wasn't a surfer. He okay. was a sports guy. Oh, sport. okay. And by the way, surfer, we're talking about surfer weekend surfers. We're not talking like, you know, Laird Hamilton right. here. Although right, right. if he were single, Although that damn, would be so that bad. Would be, that's right. my type. But anyway, um, yeah. And I just said, no, thank you. And so then somebody else called me and asked me out. And I said, no, thank you. And it's like, you know when it's a good fit. You can just tell without you, even having to meet If them. you are really in tune with who you are, I spent more time this last year in meditation, you know, hypnosis, subliminals I was listening to. I have a new website called attractingasoulmate.com where you can get these things that I was working. And it slowed me down. It made me take a beat. I used to be in heat and look, 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 look all the time when I was single. And I'm like, no, when it's, it's, when it's, best, when see, it's right, it'll come. It'll come. Too. So I think yeah. maybe you're not even really, you go on a few dates in here. There, Maybe you're not really ready yet. No, you know, I'm like ready, that. but I'm ready for the one. I'm not ready for riffra. I've done enough duty dating, as Pat Allen would say, for a lifetime. I know, I know how to fucking date. Okay, I know how to mate. I want to get married. There's okay. a big difference. Okay, I, I got you. So you're ready. You want to get married now? Yeah. Okay. Well, when we come back, we want to talk about more your dating rules, a little bit of sex here, and um, dating in the online world. But I got a prick. Uh, a prick. We have a prick. Actually, speaking of pricks, I'm going to tell you about intensity. Okay, this is the deal. Um, Patty, you know about Kegel exercises, right? Yeah. Okay. Sure. So they're really important, okay? And I talk about products all the time that will improve your sex life. And now I've tell you about a product that has changed and improved my sex life. But not just sexually, it also has extreme health benefits. Have you ever been at the gym on the treadmill and thought, you know it'd be great if I could be eating pizza and exercising at the same time? Or even God, I wish these push ups would at least give me an orgasm. Unfortunately, we rarely get to experience pleasure while maintaining our health and well being until now. You hear me talk about the benefits of Kegel exercises, but how many of us really do them? And even if we do them once in a while, like at a stoplight or waiting in line at the store, um, you're not doing them correctly probably and you're not seeing the benefits. But what if I told you there was a product that does your Kegel exercises for you and it gives you mind-blowing orgasms at the same time, right? That's it. Side effect causes orgasms. Um, That's probably an exercise routine you might keep up with. I think so. Intensity is a revolutionary intimate health and stimulation device that takes all the confusions out of your Kegel exercisers. Kegel exercises. It was actually invented by a doctor. It resembles the classic rabbit vibe. But let me be clear. This is no ordinary sex toy. It's both a vibrator and a Kegel exerciser. Intensity is the only device that combines pleasure with pelvic floor toning, giving you a workout you can look forward to. It targets your G-spot and clitoris. 
It uses gentle electrostimulation to contract your vaginal muscles. So you're just like lying there on your bed. It's doing your exercises for you. And if those orgasms weren't enough, it actually improves your overall satisfaction. It tightens and tones your pelvic floor muscles, which is so important for having sex long term. And to find out more about this, it's a game changer. Visit pormoi.com. That's P-O-U-R-M-O-Y.com. Pleasure with a purpose, people. Check it out. Um, yeah. You think a woman could ever get so strong with her kegs that she could actually just snap a penis off? Um, do you think you guys I are getting sure close? I, yeah, I am, actually. Yeah? yeah. Would you I've like been, to do that? Would I've that be like satisfying? I've been like a bowling ball and stuff. The guy pissed you off, and you're like, come on, let's do it. And then yeah. you just snapped it right no, off. I'm, saying, I'm, not, I'm not an no. angry person like that. I would never want to hurt a man. But maybe, maybe they could. Snap it off you and spit it out? You always hear about, not always, but we've heard like on Love Line people call in, they're like, my penis broke. Yeah, I've heard like women capturing men's penises and like they get stuck. Ouch, I would never yeah. want to do that. Does it scare you? Um, okay, Patty, this is my question for you. What, um, I was listening to your podcast with Pat Allen actually, who I love too. And you were talking to her about a lot of stuff like the, the roadblocks people are facing and you said, you know, we're talking about like best places to meet people of the opposite sex and you said, well, sometimes it just, I think you said you learned from her, you said if the fish ain't jumping, you have to move ponds. Right, like you have to move cities, like, different yeah. cities. Do you think that's pull, pull geographic if you can't find people in yes. your town? And how do you know? Like, well, in New York, there's five women and one guy. So you better move your ass to the suburbs or you're not going to meet anyone. I mean, if statistics are not in your favor. Don't stay there. And, you know, if you're, if you want a marriage, a family, and you are more driven for that than your job, like your money is second, then you need to go where the men are. And where are the men? I mean, you have your Single Girls Handbook. Can we talk about that? Yeah. Don't you talk about mapping and um, where to find people? Singlegirlshandbook.com is something that the audience, you know, kept emailing me for. Do you have a coaching program? You know, I had my book. Some people don't like to read. And right now everybody's very, you know, transient. They want things yesterday. So I basically created an audio coaching program, which you can go to singlegirlshandbook.com. You can download it. You can put it on a USB. You can listen in your car. That was the whole point. There is a matchmaking map. So one of the statistics we found is that in Breckenridge, Colorado, for instance, it's 11 men to one woman and very wealthy men, oil billionaires. So where do you go? You go skiing. I just don't like skiing. And, and Damn so it. I you feel don't like have I... to ski. You can sit at the just bar and have a hot toddy. Bunny. Right. Okay. Go shopping. But the point of the story is you got to go. If you're a man, you go to the yoga class. It's 90% female with hot bodies. Right. You know, you don't have to go to the sweaty one, but you can find a nice so one. So you coach women and you help them find a guy yeah. with this program. Single Girls Handbook is based on statistics, information, the studies. Um, we do a lot of studies every year at Harvard. I mean, Dr. Helen Fisher talks about it all the time. Why him? Why her? Great Love book, her. by the way. Um, and we really analyze the census. And we look at where the women are and where the men are. And right now, women are making more money than men but not equal pay for equal dollar, which is so fucked up, by right, the way. Exactly. And so there's more women in college. So you're a guy, you're going to go to school, you're going to more likely find a woman fast and marry her, or you're going to wait 10, 20 years right. and wait and lose probably the good one that got away. I don't really, you always say the good one that got away and like, do you regret thing? I feel like I don't. I don't have any regrets, but I don't have there any are a lot either. of men that have regrets. I hear more from men than women. Men say to me, I should have married the one when I was 26 from when I was 35. And men, women don't usually say that. They've Why do you gone think through, that is? Why do you think that is? Because they don't know what they have when they got it because their dick is pulsating at warp speed thinking that they need to put that. The bigger, better yeah, deal. They have to put the sperm in everyone. Okay. And, and it starts to change when men, because men don't really, a lot of them, especially in LA, yeah. right? Until later. Well, we don't. We don't. We're not a marriage-driven society here in LA. People live together. They have children out of wedlock. It's socially acceptable. I remember. You know, I'm old, but I remember Murphy Brown, a character on television, when Dan Quayle was vice president, and he was putting her down for having a child out of wedlock. I remember that. And it was I the biggest that. scandal. You thought the Kardashians, you know, <laughs> come to town, exactly. and it was like a joke because now you think back and go, was he insane? He believed in you know the married principle of you know the moral majority in the South. It was and like he, that whole nuclear family I know, thing. Really, like the nuclear family and blended extended families, different colors, different religions, different remos. Oh, no. I mean, it's just the way it is today. Who knew that gay marriage would pass, right? I know. That's Thank God, you know? <sighs> and now maybe we would have, you know, equal pay for equal dollar for female human rights, right? So right now, I think what people have to do is prioritize. I'd say get on three different websites. The first, Which ones? Well, I believe in Match because it's the largest Match. one. Match.com? Yeah. Okay. And then you can take a niche market one. You could go on, like if you're religious, go on JD. If you want a farmer, go on Farmers Only. If you're over 50, go on OurTime.com. So say it again? OurTime.com. Then the third one should be a hobby site or an app. 
So you can either split the difference. You can do the Tinders, the Hinges, the Rajas, which is brand new, which is okay. for celebrities and people in the entertainment industry. Really? Like you have to be? Well, what well let's just put it this like, way. I... Someone I know is date, went on, is going on a date this weekend with a very famous celebrity from Raja. I won't out them. Okay. But you know who you are. and But like how do you go? How do you know? What says that you're a celebrity? This person had a celebrity picture and is that person. Okay. Got it. And, but like, not, and he not... wasn't shamed about it. And it's very It's kind of like a cultish Soho house for dating. You know, I don't know There's this. Ivy date which is for ivy leaguers there's all different kinds so you want to find the niche one your hobby maybe your golfers are us or you're vegan or you love dogs you find the one that's the commonality because you're more likely to meet a person there however the statistics and 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 the type of people there will be less than match but you're qualifying your buyer earlier. It makes so much. It's like we're saying you got to find the hobbies because back in the day I would say, well, go out. And people are like, I can't find anyone. I'd say, well, you know, take a class. Do something you like. And this way you can just find a website right. that hones um, in on there's it. There's a great website that I'm a big fan of called meetup.com. Meetup is strictly events all across the nation and trips for people that want to meet single people and based on, you know, wine enthusiasts, you know, ski enthusiasts. So it's like whatever it is. Do. I think people um, are just like, they don't really, I mean, they say they want to date, right. but they're not doing anything to change And there's their even life a camp for them. singles called Club Getaway in um, the Berkshires. I love camp. And it's in, you know, Kent, Connecticut. Sorry, camp was my favorite time right. of my life. And so, you know, these people go away for the week and they used to do the whole, you know, cat school thing back in the day with our parents and yeah. we'd meet up. You know, our parents would go to one side of the hotel and we'd go to the other side of the hotel, the single kids. But now there's a camp, Camp that, Getaway. So, so you really need to research. I'm also an advocate of rugged hot men go on these, you know, whitewater rafting trips in the back of um, men's this health. That's what you should be doing. Yeah, well, there you go. I don't you have time right now, but yes, See, I will. I know, it's making the time. It's so It's hard. not the time. It's like I'm switching networks right now. We're right. going to a different network. I know. So. People are missing yeah. you on Bravo, but you know, I'm sure you're moving uh, to bigger Oh, don't worry. Records. We're going to be in bigger, better I know. water. You're going to be really excited about the project. I had to project. watch you when I was on Bravo because they were like, oh my God, you got to watch it because I had to and, watch and, it. And, you know, I chose to leave the network. They wanted me back. Thank you very I'm much, sure Bravo. But. I wanted You're to go. Top I, I wanted Why to go in not? a different direction creatively, which I really want to bring a new show to the audience. But I'm you're going to love it. You're going to love That's it. I own the exciting. trademark, a millionaire matchmaker for you know dating and television, and we're going to bring you a fabulous new show that you're just going to be over the moon so about. So people don't have to wait too long, man. No, in about a couple weeks you'll hear what network. It okay, is. good. Yeah, well, I'm very excited. Mm -hmm. No, but okay. Question for you is how do you how do you think that social media has changed the online dating? Because you've been doing this for 15 years. Well, right? I mean, I believe that when Zuckerberg made Facebook, he really, I don't understand what he did. Because here's the thing, you know, the twins say to him, okay, we're making a dating site for Harvard. Okay, so why didn't he make the site? He made a friend site, and yet he was ripping the girls a new one. Why didn't he make dating for college students? It doesn't exist. So it's kind of sad that that didn't happen. But I do believe when the, one of his friends came to him and said, do you know a so-and-so single? And he goes, I don't know. And he's like, well, why don't we put that up? on Facebook the, and the then movie. now you need it's the only place you know whether the person's single or not that's nothing non-dating related so for instance um Bethany Frankel is supposedly dating Eric Stone Street. So everybody calls me on the phone. And Who's Eric Stone me. Street? She's the star of uh, Modern Family. Okay. Right. So she's the star of Housewives of New York City. So okay. everybody called me up and said, how do you know if they're really dating? And I said, go to their Facebook and see if their status has changed. And they were like, what? Oh, I didn't think of that. And that's the truth. When your status has changed, I just changed mine to being single. You did? You was know? there a whole thing? Your personal No, page. I mean, I was already there. Um, I'm a pretty mature person, you know. But when you change your status on FB your life changes because then everybody knows whether or not, you know, how to respond to you. And then you, you know, if you're single, they're going to contact you. You got pictures up the wazoo. You know? well, what about all the like Instagram and all this people? Well, Instagram, you cheating. can't do that. No, Instagram people are liking you. Yeah, but Instagram irritates me. I'm on Instagram. I love it to death. But there's these Instagram couples with their perfect lives and their perfect children. I just want to shoot the Abercrombie people. You know, it's like <laughs> we're at the picnic today with our perfect strawberries and our perfect little child, and we're wearing our perfect outfits. And I'm like, vomit. Well, no, all of it. People and say it's the curated, more they... and it's one filter, Olivia Palermo. But nonetheless, um, you know, it's like. It's like nobody can live like that. Don't don't start thinking that these people have fabulous lives and your life sucks because it's not true. people get depressed. They see people who spend more time on Facebook and looking at stuff. They actually get depressed. Twitter, because you're not going to find. I think Twitter's mostly female and gay. You're not Twitter's find not really a straight man's society. I believe Instagram is getting more straighter, other than you know 
Man Monday. I man Bun Monday. You ever seen Man Bun Monday? They all have buns. Man Bun Monday. Man Bun Monday. I don't want to see him. To me, if I see a bun, I'm like, oh, I should out though. with him. They're hot though. They're really hot. <laughs> yeah, but like, I, never a nary a man's bun will make me want to go out. But with them. the point of the story is that I don't really see too many men wanting to talk. They like to take pictures of their cars and their friends and their trips, and they don't really want to stay very much. So that's why it's a good place for men. Men love to take they photographs. They love Instagram, but they yeah. love sitting looking at like bikini, like like Mike during Love Line. They used to love Facebook, but I think they're gotten away from Facebook. I think they're growing up. It's become really Instagram. Right, it has. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's so I have a question for this this um what I can't look at this, Madison. You can't walk up to me in the show. <laughs> um okay so when you are matching people, so this is this is the thing. What do you think are some of the the problem like like the problems what do you think people are looking for? Like when Women come to you and they're like, we want to find someone. What are the mistakes that they're making? Like, are um, they across the board? Well, like, I, there's I th- like three mistakes that the, we're all making. I think the wish list to the floor is the mistake. Like, he has to be this way, this like way. Like, 75 that. items. Like, and it's not like five deal breakers and that's enough. Five deal breakers, two physical quirks, and you're done. Like, you start getting really ripped to the floor. Um, but I will tell you something, a cute little story. So Marnie Nixon, who, who I just became friends with, who wrote The Girl's Guide to Divorce, um, was telling me a story about Lisa Edelston, the star, who I absolutely I love, love you, Lisa. That's such love a you. good show. She reminds me a little bit of you. You guys really? kind of look alike. I like her. So Lisa was going through a, a dating drought, and she was sick of dating all these losers, and she finally said, I'm going to make a list, but I'm going to make the list so crazy, a practical magic list, which is so out left field that it could never possibly happen. And one of the things was he lives in Los Filos. Well, she goes <laughs> to an art gallery, and there's the guy, and it was everything on her list, and she ends up marrying him. So maybe her li- in her mind, the list works for her. I believe everybody's different. I believe the secret ingredient is to meditate and go internal. Yeah. Um, I took I'm, I took transcendental meditation this year. It's not cheap. It's like over a thousand dollars. I four did day of intensive work. I do it twice a day if I can get that second one in. And the truth is, it changed my life. I read Howard Stern and Ellen DeGeneres and Jerry Seinfeld all did it. And a good friend of mine, my showrunner Spike Van Briesen and I, we did it together. And it kind of calmed me down. You know, He it, it made me more centered and more focused. And, and what I think it does is it gives you clarity to know what you want so that when the loser, you know, shows up, you don't get angry. You don't get mad. You don't have a sex in the city moment where you're just so pissed off at the world like Charlotte. Like, I've been dating for 100 years and where is he? You don't have that. You're like, no, thank you. I'm going to wait for the next one. Right. Like, it is hey, true. Buses, Everyone needs those because moments Because buses are coming by every five minutes, as my mother would say. You just got to pick the right one and get on the right journey. But a lot, know? yeah. And I, but I just think, again, going back to the beginning, a lot of people don't spend time thinking about what it, they truly, truly want. And the, at uh, all ages. Well, Pat Allen says you should know what you don't want as a woman. I don't always agree with that. I agree with a little bit of both. But gratitude is key. Be grateful for your past relationships. This last relationship taught me how to live with a man. I had never lived with a man. I am so grateful for David for teaching me to be, I was a great stepmother while it happened. I lived with him. I learned how to keep a home and clean and cook and take care of my man and my dogs. And I fucking loved it. The next guy is going to reap me. I am Susie fucking homemaker (laughs) with Madonna in the bedroom and Martha Stewart in the nursery. Wow, you did it all. You learned to cook and all that? So like I gave him a lot of gratitude for that and you have to give gratitude for all those past relationships even the ones that broke up even the ones that ended poorly and badly what did you learn from them? right exactly you have to always do the inventory because a lot of time men and women they jump from one to the next because they're hurting I, and I they think, want pain I, I think a great analogy would be to take the 12 step program from AA and use that as a dating 12 step I always had this group back in uh, Florida called Dating Anonymous which I people would come visit me in my house and we would have a small little once a week therapy group and talk about our dating life and it was okay to be single and if we didn't find someone it was okay and at the end of the day we did the steps and one of the steps was you know take an inventory moral inventory of all the people and call the guys up the exes that meant the most to you say look i want to thank you for this but can you tell me why you broke up with me wow really did you and do this t- yes and you take a moral inventory and the ones that really hurt you and broke your heart even if they're married now with five babies you find the one thing you were looking for because the question mark that spins in your brain that you don't know why you just keep repeating that pattern over and over again breaks the pattern the other thing is to take a child in, inner child exercise, which is I love what I, the inner child I work. did that this last year. And so I couldn't. Can you explain that for people what so, inner child um, work is? 
when you're growing up, there's usually a trauma of something that happened in your childhood. Even if you think your life is perfect, yeah. you had a trauma, right. believe me. And this trauma dictated the road for you in your relationships. For instance, if you never got the cheerleader in high school and you were always searching for the cheerleader, you made a lot of money to get the cheerleader when you're, when you're you know, the gold digger when you're later in life. And so in my case, my dad told me at 11, I made him lose all his money. He was drunk. He was a big alcoholic. He told you that. And he pointed his finger at me and I must have downloaded it and took on my computer. I remember I'm 11 years old. And from that moment on, I took every wounded bird in the road home with me well this last year it shook me to the core that I remember that through hypnosis through meditation through attracting a soulmate and I went holy shit I don't have to do that anymore and I will never take a man who's not qualified enough to date me who's not at my level water seeks its own level I will look for my water level. Right. And he's not going to be a multimillionaire he's going to be a guy who's successful good with his money and shares and is generous. And he doesn't need you to fix anything. No, you don't want to change him at this fix, point. Like, I can't fix anyone and I'm not here to rescue you. If I have to rescue you, we're not a match. Right. Sorry. I just had guys typically who wanted to change me in ways. Oh, I had uh, everybody wants to change me. Like, I love all this crazy about you, but like, maybe you could just stay home and turn off stay your phone and everything. Stay yeah. out of your purse. Yeah. yeah. Mine, was, mine was like, if you, I love all the fact that you're interesting and you're funny and when we go to an event, you're just it was fascinating, but can you shut up? Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, <laughs> shut it. up. I'm like, you picked a chatty person and then if I go quiet, you ever do the days, like she's a Gemini like me, Emily. So <laughs> if you go quiet for three days and your boyfriend looks, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? I'm like, no, I'm just being quiet for the next three days. I really don't feel like talking. Right. I'm in a zen mode what 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 what, what happened what? i'm the like oh you my god back. you're telling me to shut up i finally fucking shut up and now you're telling me to sh- keep talking the, what the fuck do would, you want that would be shocking though if yeah. you just went quiet for three days i've back. done that be i've done that i've just like quite you know like you know we talk but we didn't have conversations and i was just like i feel i'm tired i've been working i, I'm got, tired. I totally got it could i, I boy, yeah could i ask a question please please anderson ask away for the listener like who might be listening in her car or cubicle who she she might consider herself overweight homely mm-hmm. she's very nervous about dating but she's lonely like what would you say well the first thing you want to do is get to the gym not to lose weight to let the um endorphins rush basically which makes you happy happy people find happy people find happy other people so happy is contagious depression is contagious and the endorphins are rushing. Yes, you'll lose weight as a side byproduct, but you really should be doing it to keep yourself sane. And it alleviates depression. You sleep better at night, which, by the way, sleep is one of the God's giving gifts for dating. For dating. People don't realize sleep is everything. And the thing is, most people are really unhappy. So if you start off unhappy, you're going to meet an unhappy person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like you meet half a person. You want to yeah. attract. You yeah. want to get, I mean, get to your best I gained, possible I gained place. A couple, I gained about 10 pounds in the last three weeks, and I was really unhappy with myself today. And I was like, you know what? I just got to get back to the gym. So I opened my app up on Equinox. I booked a class you know, for tomorrow, and I'm just going to... I just, love that Equinox. You don't, think, you don't think about it. You just do it. You don't worry what anyone else is thinking about you. That's another thing. I was always a lone rider. I was called... Like my mother would say, she dr- she goes to the beat of her own drum, and this is my problem with her. She just doesn't do well in groups. And I was like... Because I was like further ahead of the pack. I was like, I don't have time for you. And I wasn't the girl that had 55 friends. You know, I had a few friends in each city that I traveled to or worked there or lived. And I was focused on my business. I was focused on growing my my business, whether I was in school, what I was learning. I put my effort and energy into my interests. When you get into your interests, you become super magnetically attractive to the opposite sex because you're not focused on Right, because you're not like you're I not don't in need heat. You. Right. You're not in heat. Exactly. And they're attracted to strong women in some ways, although I want you to help me answer some emails from okay. the listeners here, okay? Thank you, everybody, for emailing me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. And I love you because I love that you've been listening lately that I want to know your age and your name. We can change your name and how you listen and where you live. That's all. It's not too much to ask. Emily, I'm a beta male married to an alpha female. I can be bossy at time, and but... Uh, but we butt heads often. My wife is very co- confrontational and enjoys a debate as long as she wins. This makes the relationship uncomfortable at times for both of us. I feel we do not have clear roles that we developed together. Could you please enlighten me on how to make a beta male with an alpha female successful? Brian. Well, I think the first thing you have to do is go take the five languages of love test. I was going to talk to you about that. Um, it's Dr. Gary Chapman's book. You can love take it. it online for couples as well as singles. And I think you need to find her love language. When you find her love language and you give it to her, 
and you tell her your love language, you will have lines of communication now open and you will both feel love. You think that could break yeah. the alpha beta yes. thing even because if she's not respecting him cause because he's more beta. And the love more. tanks are not filled up. That's the disrespect. That's the one where you're just disregarding each other's feelings. Love tanks aren't filled. Okay. I love. We talked about this briefly on our last show, but I do love, and I've talked about it here and there, but I think it is a great book to find out how we experience love. There's five ways, right? And, yeah. it's, and it's not that your partner has to experience them in the same way. No, ways. no, no. He you has to, to love you. If gifts. you're touched, like I'm touching gifts. So if someone touches me, like when I'm you crying or I'm happy or greets me with a hug or kisses my neck, I feel filled up for the day. Now, a lot of the men I've dated are words of affirmation. So I basically have to say, oh, honey, you look awesome today. Oh, how was your day at work? Oh, how do you feel? Like stupid stuff that you wouldn't think matter. And Pat Allen would say you would never ask a man how you feel. But a words of affirmation guy, you ask. Like you look you great. Feel. You look. No, you ask him how he feels. He wants to know that you care. So, cancer sensitive men, uh, Scorpios are sensitive. Water water people are very mm-hmm. sensitive. They want to know that you care. So, I think feeling it's a great test. You could just go yeah. on their website and take it. That's yeah. a good one. That's I would love okay, to know friend. their astrology also, what their planets are for oh, yeah, me to figure out the, the hiccups there too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, I mean, I think that's a good one. I think that um, also, though, there is something about the alpha female. That, I mean, I have friends who are alpha. Well, alpha always ma- tricks a beta. But there are alpha to magna alpha. And that's what you and I want. Mm-hmm. I'm attracted to magna alpha men. But I'm beta at home. I switch. I'm only alpha at work. Me too. See, I'm so... I'm beta at home. And, I don't and want it, it to... I, and I've been told, like, what happened to the alpha when you get home. And I'm like, once that door shuts, honey, I am total beta. What would the alpha at home even look like? Like, I don't even know. I can I'm never like, just take care someone of myself, around. make my dinner, do something. I like guys who cook and take but care of me. But the magnet alpha is usually an andro- androgynous person. He can switch it to both sides. And he can actually diminish his alpha to a, a level that you can understand. Because when he's too alpha, beta woman, as well as alphas like us mm-hmm. back off we we're like okay there's no point in arguing you i we may disagree here but i'm gonna let you have it like we just know when to you know concede so to speak okay that's good thank you patty mm-hmm. something okay. else i heard yeah. that, that email though is she wants to win and like i i always wanted to win arguments when i was in relationships until but i got he married said she wants to yeah win. that's what that's, he said that's so his maybe interpretation that that's not him but exactly. i mean that there is something to be said for that because like once i got married i realized i don't want to win i just want to figure do it out do you want to be yes or do you want to have a happy life right really? i want yeah. us to both see what the problem is and fix it rather than win an argument I, but that's his per, his that's, perception is winning exactly that was, he that's said his that one she side. didn't say that we would have to hear her side of the story there's always two sides and there's exactly. the truth exactly exactly um okay Sex with the ex. Hello, Emily. This is kind of embarrassing, but I've been having sex with my ex-boyfriend for two years. We dated. It didn't go well. After re-meeting and hanging out, we ended up enjoying each other's company. We have no other commitments, and we see each other regularly. And sex is always good, though I feel like I, I feel like I found myself wondering, how could I get him to fully commit to me? Should I just hold off on sex with him? It's one of those complicated relationships. Carolyn. Well, you're with somebody two and a half years, if not before you were having the sex. So you've known him a really long time. So the first thing you have to do is have a conversation, sober light of day, coffee, no cocktails, you know, coffee, tea, whatever, right. sober, soberville, in a nice, well-lit place in the middle of the day. Okay? Quiet time. You know? Make an appointment and say to him, listen, there's something I need to talk to you about. Okay? I really like you. I really care about you. But I'm in a place right now where I want to get serious with someone. I want to be monogamous. I want to get married. Whatever it is. And I kind of let myself go by having sex because I'm so magnetically attracted to you. But this doesn't feel right for me to keep it in this position that it's in. How about we go to the next level? And if you're not interested, that's okay. I don't want to hold you up because I need to go find the right guy. Right. And you have to be this. You have to say this with a smile on your face as though you're not attached to the outcome of the situation. Exactly. So there's no pressure. No heavy situation. No, 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 he- no, no you like, you did this and I did that. None of that shit. And when you say that and you go, and then he's like, Stut- he's going to stutter because he's not expecting this to happen. This is like totally shot. Because he's getting what he wants right, right now. Right. You're you're shooting off you know, a gun. You're going to have to say, what's your plan? When you ask a man what's their plan, they have to think. You have to let that awkward pause stretch. He's going to need a big moment to process you. He might say, even I have to get back to you. That's okay. Mm. As long as you tell me when. But till you get back to me, we're not having sex. Okay? Because I'm in a place right now where I want to get serious. And if you don't want to get serious, that's cool. 
just don't hold me up and I won't hold you up. Right. Patty, and that's how you do it. That's what my wife said to me. Yeah. What'd she say? Is that really she, like, she said? Like five years ago, she's like, what's your plan? What are you doing here? Until you figure it out, I don't even want to talk to you. Right, exactly. And then how long did it take and you? I fucking freaked out. What'd like, you do? Did you go home? Uh, it was like a couple weeks and I was like, all right, this is it's on. You could take up to eight weeks in this situation. We moved in. Eight weeks really? is what? Yes. Eight weeks is where it takes about three, four weeks wow. for it to process where the, the man kind of slower. At the six week mark, he's quick. lost his mind. At the eight-week mark, he's probably going to Tiffany's and getting you a ring. Now, if he doesn't do this, he was never your guy. He was probably switch-hitting with somebody else. He was probably, you know, perusing the internet. He had some backup girl worse than you. He might have three backup girls. You don't know his story. But if you don't know where he is on a Saturday fucking night, right? he's got another girl. It's true. It's totally You're true. Not, priority night is Saturday night. So she's, by her, she thinks she's sleeping with him. She needs to ask him to define yeah. it. What do you but want? But, no like, pressure. Keep but here's light. the thing. You can't, men are going to look at this like you're taking the cookie away. No, it's not we're taking the cookie away. It's that we're at risk to oxytocin bond even stronger than we already have. So we have estrogens surging through our body up to about 40, 45. And then we have no control over this. We fall in love with a loser, the garbage, <laughs> garbage attendant. We just can't help ourselves. So we are at risk. You are not. You have no oxytocin. You can sleep with us and let us go tomorrow. We need to protect ourselves. And unfortunately, that might mean not giving it up anymore. Right. And Carolyn, it sounds like she has to do this because it's been two, four, what, four years now on and off. I think that women do this because they think they're, we always, they want to change them a guy. So I think this is great. Have the talk. And it worked for you. Would you have thought, though, Anderson, hmm. the day before she gave the talk to you, that had the talk with you, I, I you would have been with her? I was living the life of Riley. I was doing whatever I wanted. She lived in San Francisco. I knew that I loved her. But, like, you know, I was just, I was still a, a single guy with a person that I really cared about. And then when she just said, you know what, this isn't working for me, I kind of freaked out. And two weeks later, I said, all right, I'll get a place and let's move in. And she said no. She's like, fuck you. But then she came around. Wow. Yeah. I mean, and you have no to... regrets. So no. it's like a little shit or get off the It's kind of like the shit or get off the bat thing. I was like, you never want to make a convince a man to get. Because a guy's going to continue to do whatever he wants. Right. And he have is. It, okay, yeah, there's a reason so that men are dogs. Okay. Dogs don't know when to stop eating. Think about that. You put food in front of a dog till it's every so five true. minutes, it's going to eat everything you put. You put a cat. In the same position, it will eat what it wants. He's finicky and walks away. Women are cats. Men are dogs. Women know what they want, okay, and men don't. So until you show a man what he wants, he doesn't fucking know. Well, a man wants everything, too, and they'll take everything if you give it to him. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So you're giving them food constantly. You take away the food, he's now going to go running after you and hump your leg and sleep in your bed till you give him more food. You understand? He's not leaving you to go find more food. He's coming towards you. You were the food giver. You understand? But, no, but he could also go the other way and be like, well, I she wasn't like really the food, right. Because yeah. he could also say, mm, you know what? But you want to figure that out anyways, okay. right? Very, you want to figure that out But this is over. Listen, this guy has been, has been sleeping for over two years as an ex. What were they like even before that? So let's say there's four years here, which is used as an right. estimate, two and two. Right. Okay? That's a long ass time for him to lose his cookie, his nookie. Okay, he's now you're taking you're taking the magic wand away from him. <laughs> God forbid he someone takes sleep. a magic wand. He's away. not going to sleep good at night. You understand? Right. He's not going to. And most men are lazy lions. They're creatures of habit. They're not going to go want to go out on the prowl and look for more goodies because they've got their laundry done. She's cooking. She's cleaning and she's fucking. Now, that's a lot. That's a tall order. But girl, you better know your worth. That's right. the key. That's the thing. That's like, the key. Do you a... know how much you're worth? Okay. If you don't know your worth on the open market, you're screwed. Love it. Okay. Patty, thank you so much. Patty, okay, so here's the thing. People can find you in a few weeks at the what, the Great okay. Love Debate. Oh, yeah. Great Love Debate. Laguna Beach. Um, do I have my information here? Sorry. Okay. So, Great Love Debate. Uh, we're going to be there on... There's no date. Oh, here. We're gonna, September 2nd. Great Love Debate. We're going to be there at September 2nd at the Laguna Playhouse in Laguna. It's $40 for regular registration and 75 for VIP. Please go buy at greatlovedebate.com. We are going to be talking to you, taking your questions in person. There'll be a little VIP area. You can get a selfie with me. You can buy some of my products. You can ask me a personal question by the side. Um, we're going to spend a lot of time. Laguna is a great place and a lot of millionaires will be selling, showing up. A lot of millionaires will be showing up. Oh, my up. God. I'm coming. Yeah.
You're I'm coming, coming Patty. Even coming. though, you know, we'll see how that goes with fixing okay. me up with millionaires. Okay, and then also your wine. I used to be serving your yes, wine. Yes, like, I have a new wine ad. It'll be hitting all the grocery stores starting in September. But right now, you can get it nationwide at wine.com and several grocery chains, small grocery chains, and, and a little bit of a, you know, some of the wine boutiques. But wine.com is the best place. I have a sweet red sparkling from Italy, and I have a crisp green apple Chardonnay from Napa. Mm. You got to chill both. Um, it's amazing, these wines. I have been using other people's wines for years in my mixers and in my events and it's like finally I got my own product. Good for you. You need I, your own gut. Yeah, you I need own, your own wine. I owned part of Taikusaki. I got in, I got in the liquor industry because of that and I fell in love with it. That was a little bit of a male driven product. This product is unisex. It has aphrodisiac properties it in it. It does? It makes you juicy coosy and woody shitty and it's a really great thing to have in your house if not to give a hostess gift the summer and both of them need to be chilled and you're just going to fall in love with it. Oh my god. I yeah, it's it. PS Mac. And yeah. you can go to psmatch.com and find out about the information and the ingredients cool. and the alcohol content. Awesome. And we'll have all this on our website as well. Thank you, Patty Stanger, for being a million millionaire matchmaker, being on the show. Thank you, Anderson. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Madison. Okay, thanks we're for out. having me. Um, okay, everyone. Thanks for listening. Was it good for you? Email me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. Okay, people, I have to tell you about the number one sex toy for men. It is the Fleshlight. And you know what? It's the only one you really want. Let's be honest, okay? Wouldn't it be amazing if you could feel the pleasure of having sex any time that you wanted, even when you don't have a partner? And I'm not saying it's going to replace your partner. I'm just saying, and I don't have a penis, but every guy I know has tried this Fleshlight. is like, holy shit. It's, it feels different than my hand. It feels different than having sex with someone. It's just mixing it up. I've got a thousand vibrators, okay? You can have one flashlight and have a different kind of orgasm, and then you let me know what you think, okay? Not one person who's bought a flashlight ever said, Emily, why did you make me buy that flashlight? My penis really hurt. No. They're like, wow, where has a flashlight been my entire life? So go to sexwithemily.com, click on the flashlight banner, use code Emily, and you get a bottle of their award-winning flash lube because really, what is a flashlight without flash lube anyway? Check it out at sexwithemily.com and uh, get your free bottle of flash lube. Use code Emily. Thanks for listening.